Hey everyone, welcome to the Podcasting Made Simple podcast, and especially welcome to the uh, live stream on the Podcasting Made Simple Facebook group. Uh, today I'm going to cover uh, a success story, an alternative, or some alternative traditional hosting and promotion platforms like Rockfin and Reddit, and then I'm going to answer your live questions, so we'll get to it in just a second. You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to Podcasting Made Simple with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. All right. Well, first up, uh, I'm gonna explain today's stuff just a little bit. I am in the big studio today, so this background that you see is uh, not my actual office. It is a green screen. I was doing a couple other podcasts here tonight, so I didn't want to disassemble it since I had it going. Um, first off, uh, I'm sharing a success story. Like I said, if you're on the live stream, please feel free to share your questions. I do have some to go over today, but I'm, I'm going to explain a success story from my friend Dave McGrath, somebody I met uh, through various, I, I guess I should say like MMA, Twitter, or whatever you want to call it, but uh, I helped him get started when he, he was podcasting as well. He's a very good author, and he's got lots of other skills, but uh, his story says this, Aaron is truly... Uh, the godfather of podcasting made simple. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> uh, that's really too nice. He he guided me along and helped me with both technical questions and how to structure my podcast. Aaron's truly the best in the business at technical aspects of podcasting, by the way. Uh, really nice things to say and things he, he didn't really need to say, but uh, <coughs> I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, by the way, in addition to David's sports writing, he's his podcast. He just landed him a job with ESPN, so congratulations, buddy! And you can actually just hear a podcast him and I did, um, MMA fight picks, and we got a like already. Thank you. If you're on the stream, feel free to uh, give us a hello or ask a question. And I'm gonna get to the questions. So Johnny Blake asks: Is there a problem? Is there any problem? If I plug a condenser mic in an active mic to the same interface, I don't know if the phantom power could ruin the active mic or something. So I didn't know the answer to this, so I went with our audio guru uh, and also often <laughs> silent moderator of the group, Brian Watkins. He said you should check the manual for the condenser. Uh, I think you are fine. I think most are fine with phantom power these days, but there are always exceptions. Uh, Kofi, I'm terrible named Kofi. Uh, Ajimen shared his first post. <clears throat> and this is a really well-asked question. This this happens a lot, or gets asked a lot, rather. Uh, I have a podcast idea. I have an outline and concept. <clears throat> Gotta take a drink. This is what happens when you go live, kids. Oh, I'm sorry. I have an outline and a concept, what I want the show to look like or be about. Now, I'm debating whether or not to have a co-host or not, I think it would help with the flow of conversation and topics compared to a solo voice. Okay, 
Dave McGrath loves the co-host, and he was the first guy to uh, comment on this. He says he recommends always having a co-host and doing like a rotating thing, which he does a lot. And you can call him co-host or guest, whatever you want to do. I but he really uh, David's style is like the fifty-fifty. They feed off each other, but <clears throat> but don't be mistaken. Davis is the host of his own podcast. Um, so. Yeah, he has a rotation, basically, of, of people. So I said, I mostly go solo, but it can be easier with a guest unless you have a load of material to talk about. And I go solo mostly because my schedule is just ridiculous. And I'm not complaining, but it's just the way it is. I got six kids. They're all in sports. I run seven businesses. It's a, whoops, it's a it's a deal. So uh, the one thing you do want to make sure, though, if you do have a co-host, you're only as good as your setup, you know, I'm sure you have things straight on your end, but, uh, your co-host has to be straight too. So that means their internet connection. Are they mic'd up? Good. Their sound connection has to be on point as well as yours or else having a co-host, you know, with like broken sound and this and that, no bueno. Um, it looks like I've answered a lot of questions this week or, or recently, I've almost been too helpful, so the questions aren't coming in quite as hot, but the members are, so I'm cool with that. So I mean, that means we're helping people, kids. George Williams shared his setup. Thank you, George, for sharing. He says he has an iMac, a Rodecaster Pro, two Rode Podcaster mics, two Rode shock mounts, two Rode boom arms, one AKBG headphones, and one Audio-Technica headphones for a guest. That's kind of used to monitor all the time, but I have learned that... uh, Basically, anything that monitors sound will do the trick. So I love when people share that stuff. So uh, great job. And after weeks of asking questions, I want to give a shout-out to Brenna Stanford. Got her first podcast out. Uh, Good job. and glad the group could help. Uh, Ali Shaw has been shamelessly plugging what I guess his app is called Tapebook. And he's advocating it's for podcasting. But, yeah, I got to say it's not. It's... It's more of a soundbite app. Um, to be a true podcasting alternative, it would have to drop the five-minute limit. So, I mean, I, I get what you're trying to do. <clears throat> kind of a podcast-type social thing. But, yeah, stop pushing it as a platform. It, it's not. Uh, now, next up, I, I said I'd cover alternative platforms. So, um what do I mean by alternative platforms? Like something different other than like iTunes and Stitcher and, and, and all that stuff you hear about. Um, YouTube is a good alternative to get your podcast to people like it. And I've said this before, and people in third world countries have said this to me, including last week. Uh, people in third, it's a good alternative to get them to third world countries that can't listen to podcasts on traditional platforms. So that you and I take for granted. We're just all over the place. There's a million places you can listen to a podcast anymore. So, um, I will tell you this, I've made exactly zero dollars on YouTube. <laughs> uh, even if my videos have gotten thousands of downloads, it's, it's a ripoff that used to be a different model. Now it's, you have to have, uh, a thousand subscribers. So it, it's kind of crazy. Um, you can throw your affiliate links in there. You know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be an Amazon influencer because of some of the other social media things that I do, um, it, it, I mean, it's not a lot. I don't do this for money. I do it because I like it and I like to help other people do it. 
Um, basically, YouTube makes money off of the <coughs> the ads from your views, and you don't start making you, you you'll start making the fractions of the pennies, I guess, after a thousand. So, man, I can't get rid of this tickle in my throat. Now, there's uh something else out there called Rockfin, which I am on as well. I have made some money off of it. Um, I'm not gonna tell you how much. But it's a decent amount for just putting my content out there. See, the Rockfin creators is R-O-K-F-I-N. You go to rockfin.com or you can send me a message. I'll tell you how to get on there. But uh, they rely on robust subscription-based business. So if you bring in subscribers, you you make money, basically. It removes the need to be, I guess, you know, a, a slave to an advertiser. <clears throat> so basically, you get money for people that endorse you. It's $10 a month. Um you get everybody's exclusive content that's on there. The main focus is comedy, MMA, right-wing politics, a few other niches, but but they're expanding. And I can tell you this, um, if you're interested, it's just free to apply. Uh, the best part is they pay you with cryptocurrency, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's not an ad. I, I, I'm not making any money off this, but it is an alternate podcast platform, especially if you can wrangle in your own audience that's interested in these topics. Uh, they're growing very fast, so if you specialize in any of their subjects, uh, do it. Why not? Uh, now, let me address ha, Let me address the biggest complaint of the Podcasting Made Simple Facebook group. <coughs> Why can't you announce every time you post a new episode? Well, number one, I wanted to stay true to the platform as a support group for people that have podcasting questions. Secondly, <coughs> oh man, sorry. Posting your podcast in a free-for-all format, it just doesn't work. I mean, look at these websites or Facebook groups that do it, okay? Um, it, it's not going to get more listens. You, you're just going to get ignored. It becomes spammy and like, well, I guess Facebook white noise. I mean, yes, occasionally I'll let you, I'll, I'll make a post. You know, like number one, when you introduce yourself, it's good. It's fine. You know, I, I, I said that, but I'll, and I'll make a post every once or you can post your recent episodes, but not often. Um, I've experimented with Reddit as well. The, like the weekly post your podcast threads and whatnot, they get, they get hundreds of, of posts, but they don't get any interaction. Nobody says, Hey, great. I want to listen to that. It, it's just there. The flip side to Reddit though, is that the podcast Help Threads has bought hundreds of people, literally hundreds of people to this Facebook group, which is, I think it's close to 800 now. <clears throat> so there is something there. I'm still new and experimenting with Reddit, but, um, you know, maybe use Reddit as a way to get the word out to your group, website, whatever, but not so much what everyone else is doing, blasting their podcast nonstop, because it doesn't seem to be doing the trick. Um, getting them to their laney page that your podcast is on or attached to, uh, maybe more indirect way to promote your podcast, you know, cause that's where the people are. That's where they're interested in your content or subject matter. If that makes sense, it should make sense. <clears throat> so to summarize there with the podcast promotion, um, you're just better off promoting podcasts to a niche group that that is interesting. Whether it's your Facebook page or another Facebook page with your subject matter. Let's say you do the basket weaving podcast and you're in a big basket weaving group. Well, by golly, I bet they want to hear your basket weaving podcast. So you, you promote there, like little groups like that. 
Um, or your Twitter or your Instagram specific to your podcast and your followers. But that's it. Uh, that's all I got for you this week. Sorry, it was so late of a live stream. I will learn my lesson here because they definitely do a lot better during the day. <coughs> and by golly, sorry about this annoying cough. But that's it for me. Until next time. Thanks for being uh, members of the Facebook group, Podcasting Made Simple, where you get to hear this podcast before anyone else. And until next time, shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.